This podcast replay is brought to you by HialeahParkCasino.com. From the loosest slots in the state to one of the most comfortable poker rooms in South Florida. Enjoy their smoke-free casino at HialeahParkCasino.com. Alrighty, good afternoon boys and girls, welcome aboard to the program, we are ready to rock, we are ready to roll, yes, the one and only Sean Stanley mastering the show, thank you all out there for tuning in, for supporting us like you do every single day, yes. and, and Lewis, uh, we're sorry for being late, It's <laughs> always one every week that doesn't know. You know, but I'm sure we get new people listening to the show and watching the show and following it, and they don't really know the whole the whole deal that you know Thursdays is the afternoon show. So that's kind of the way it is. Anyway, good afternoon, one and all. We are where we always are on Thursday afternoons at High Leah Park, home of the loosest slots in. Florida. That's right. Nobody has looser slots, and it is all documented right here at Hylia Park. And we've got your no regret first bet going on. So use that QR code right there. You got to go to the Hylia Park website. And remember, when you open your account, because it's assisted with the Hard Rock, but if you already have a Hard Rock account, you can't use the same phone number or email. You've got to use a different phone number or email to open this account so you can get the no regret first bet $100. So check it out. All right, make sure. Anyway, uh, I see uh, Horn Dog. Good afternoon. This Shula story screams desperation or a distraction to hide some hidden BS with the team. Horn Dog, brother, you couldn't have read this more wrong. Okay? You couldn't be more off, but that's all right. Because a lot of you are slanted and it's negative. So anything you look at, you try to create some kind of um, conspiracy theory. You know, like you have the idiots now with uh, Taylor Swift, which it's just a woman in love with a man and a man in love with a woman and that's it. But, you know, you've got your far right idiots, you know, making a whole bunch of deal out of it when it's nothing. Well, same here, uh, Horn Dog. Don't make anything out of this. Okay, let me, I guess this is a subject we got to broach right away and talk about it right away. Okay, let me explain to you all what's going on here. And Horn Dog, listen up really good, okay? This is nothing but a favor. Okay? Nobody was calling Shula for a job. Nobody. Okay? And we happen to have a history with Shula that's richer than anybody else. So this is Chris Greer, okay, doing a solid for the Shula family that means a lot to the Dolphin organization, my friend. All this is is, hey, let's bring him in. Let's give him the, the, the experience. You, you, know, you know the Rooney rule is there because it forces you to bring a minority in, right? But while you're forcing that minority that you may not want to hire – that minority is getting the experience of st actually sitting in front of people and going through the process of what's it like to be hired to be a head coach, a general manager, a defensive coordinator, an offensive coordinator, whatever it is. And so Shula has zero experience in interviewing in that process. 
this is nothing more than a favor to the young man. That's all it is. And there's not, by the way, this is a super classy thing to do by the Dolphin organization, by Chris Greer and company. This is a super classy thing to do because nobody else is going to bring him in at the moment because he's a young guy in this business. He's only been in it seven years with McVay. He was teammates with McVay in college, and he's been with McVay from the get-go, and all it is is doing the young man a solid. He has no shot at the job. None. Nada. Nay. He will not get hired in any way, shape, or form by the Dolphins or 31 other teams. Not right now, but maybe he's climbing and they gave him an opportunity to interview for a defensive coordinator position because that's the next thing in line for him after he's been a linebackers coach and pass rush coordinator for all these years. So, Horndog, dude, don't overreact. Don't get all crazy about this. Don't look into this. This isn't the Dolphins bringing him in because they're serious about hiring him. This isn't because he's considered some kind of a candidate here or anywhere else. This is just, hey, we're in the process of doing it. Let's do him a favor. He's a Shula guy. He's a Shula, Shula family means a lot to our team. Let's, let's help him out in this process so somebody will open the door for him so at least he knows whenever he really has an opportunity, he's going to know how it feels like to interview for that process so he'll be able to prepare for it. That's why the Rooney rule is so important. It's important because at least these minorities get to be put in that position, even if they're not going to get hired by that person, but they get the experience of it. So when somebody does bring them to the front, when they're actually serious about hiring them, they've already been through the process. They know how, to, they know how the process goes. They can prepare for the process, so they're better prepared for it. And every interview you do, Horn Dog, is a positive. So do not look into anything about this. This is the Miami Dolphins organization and Chris Greer and Tom Garfinkel doing a solid for a family that means a shit ton to us. Okay? The, the, our first football family, our one and only football family, Shula. So... This is nothing more than doing a solid, a super classy move by the Dolphins, by Tom Garfinkel, by, by Chris Greer. This is as classy a move as it gets. Okay? That's all this is. Nothing more, nothing less. So don't make it out more than what it is. Just like it's just Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That's all it is. Two people that happen to be very famous and looks like they might have found love. That's it. But if you morons out there want to make it more than it is, you go ahead, morons. Continue to be the morons that you continue to display constantly. Did you see the money she's bringing into the Super Bowl ads now? Because of the, the makeup and everything else now? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It's just stupid, bro. Uh, just no. What I laugh is the morons that are that are going after him. It's like, and they're creating all kinds of stuff. Like, man, you you losers have no lives. Uh, it's really it's 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 laughable, is what it is. 
Uh, anyway, so just let it go already. Got it, Horn Dog? Are we good on that? You got it now? Did I enlighten you? Did I enlighten all of you out there? Did you have that friend that was pissed off about about interviewing? Was it Chris Shula? Chris Shula. Yeah. Was, oh my God. I, I had a friend of mine too. Oh, well, what are they doing? I'm like, bro, relax, dude. It, it's a PR thing. Relax. This this is a good thing for for Chris Shula. They're doing him a favor. When I explained it to him, he calmed the hell down. He goes, "Are you sure about this?" And I go, "Yeah, man. Relax. Uh, this isn't nothing. It's nothing." This is a, a super classy move by the Dolphins. That's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, Inter Miami taking another pounding. You know, Giovanni, it's, um, it, it's, I don't care about the losing. It's preseason. It doesn't mean anything. But I'll tell you what means something. Messi's already injured. And this isn't hindsight. You know it ain't hindsight. I've been saying this for a while now, haven't I? Oh, so you got U.S. Open Cup games? Oh, oh you've got the what's that? Uh, what's that crossover thing with the Mexican League? Um, no, not champion. No, but you have a Champions Cup coming up because they qualified for it. Yeah, dude. No, and we've got the MLS. We've got you know all this crap that's going, and then all these exhibitions and and you're setting up these matches. And I said this already for the last couple of months. Like, are you expecting Messi to play all these games? Are you expecting him to stay healthy for all these games? Do you know he's in his mid-30s? I get it. You got to make your money. And by the way, they also followed me when I said they, they filled the more seats. They filled more corners. Didn't I say that? You, you have to fill three of the four corners. Didn't I say that? Okay? At first, they only filled one corner. I was like, wow, they left out the other two? No. Now they added them. Now. Because there's one corner you can't fill because you have the... The Heineken, I don't even know if it, it was called the Heineken Center when we were there. They built boxes? In the southwest corner, which is where we used to check in at. You remember yeah. the one that went out to the right. field right there? exactly. They put boxes there and then regular seats in the other ones. Exactly. And then, of course, the Heineken one, you can't really do. Well, I guess you could kind of do no, you, seating up. In but there. Not, and, Unless well, you maybe add but something But actually, that's their way in. Well, no, that's only on the, they go through the locker room. You know, room I was thinking you thing. can add something on top of that roof. Yeah, you could have some kind of like a party type thing up there. Like what they do with Wrigley Field outside mm-hmm. and the other buildings. That oh, they have that bleachers. too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you could do some shit like, like a that. viewing deck. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could do something like that. Yeah, you hey, probably don't want people up there partying. I just thought about after I said it, I'm like, I don't know if you want people on the roof partying. No, 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 no. You want them watching the game bleachers, you know, put them up there and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, and, and to me it's not about the pounding or anything. Cause it's preseason, Giovanni. I don't really give a shit about preseason. I don't take preseason seriously in any way. Uh, and they're not trying. You think Jordi Alba really gives a shit about preseason? Or Busquets? Or Messi? Or they don't give a shit about an exhibition. You know, this is just a whore fest that they're going on right now in the last couple of games. That they've scheduled all these international matches because it's a whore fest. They've paid a boatload to bring them over, and they've got to create whatever revenue streams they can. And playing a game at Al-Halal will produce way more money than playing the Dallas Stars. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to produce that much money. So it's, I, I, I totally understand what they're doing, you know? The, the broadcast fees when you're playing in these other countries and all that, you're, you're selling all that. You're, you're making money. Hand over fist, so I get it. You're selling a bunch of messy jerseys, all that. But like I said, for months now, 
I get you got to make your money back. I know you've made. Uh, God bless the 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 Moss brothers. They have made an investment that I would say only Stephen Ross would be this crazy to do this. Mickey Arison, no way in the world would do what the Moss brothers have done. No way in the world. No shot. Okay? In fact, to get the arena that they had, he footed the bill, and then they paid him back. That's not what the Moss brothers have done in Fort Lauderdale or in Miami. They're paying for it. Mickey Harrison would never do that. Okay? Not even close. Violin Sifu, not sure if they would do it. They spend, but I don't know if they would go that crazy. Stephen Ross would be the only one that I would think. Obviously, I'm not even going to mention the other team that's in Miami. That, that, that owner doesn't have two pennies to rub together. So, you know, um, they, they I, I have much respect for the Moss brothers. And I understand that they've got to get back return for their investment. But um, you have put your team at risk but because you're, you're ma- everybody wants to see Messi, but everybody can't. You know, it's what I tell a lot of young broadcasters when they get into this gig, which is really tough, when I, what I tell them. Be yourself. Don't try to make everybody else happy or the people you work for happy all the time because then you're never going to be happy and you're going to be miserable because all you're doing is walking around trying to make everybody else happy except yourself. Be yourself. And that's hard to be yourself because there's too many politics involved. But it's the only way to survive. And I get it. I get what's going on here. But you have put stuff at risk here. And I don't know. I don't know. Very few people would do this. The Moss Brothers have done it. And I, I commend them for it. But they are crossing a threshold that's very, very risky because, unfortunately, you can't make everybody happy. So you can't have 4,000 games and expect Messi to play in all of them and make everybody happy. So you're going to have to have less games and charge more. And that's it. And, and unfortunately, it's an exclusive club, but it is what it is. But if you think you can spread it out and play so many games with Messi, that's not going to... That's not going to be satisfactory because it's you're going to end up that he's going to miss most of the games because he's broken down. And, and and to his credit, when he plays, he plays hard. To his credit, and he wants to stay in games and he wants to finish matches. To his credit, he's he is a gym rat. You can tell that he's a gym rat. But and these are the kind of guys that you have to protect from themselves. They are the worst in that sense because they will play and and they will. They, they will go all out, all the, all the way. You got something there? Speaking of the gym raps, rats, mm-hmm. uh, you know your boy uh, LeBron, rat? NAD. A rat? Oh, I'm sorry, NAD, what happened? They, they play the Celtics tonight. Oh. But they okay. decided to take the night off. They're both out. It's in Boston, by the way. <laughs> so if you're in Boston, you're paid to see uh, LeBron and AD. Uh, today's, uh, we're going to miss it. Oh, man. Uh, who's number one? Frankie Fresco was number one this morning? And some people were asking uh, your thoughts on the Chris Shula for defensive coordinator. Rewind. 
We just uh, was Frankie Fresco number one because I have it here as Frankie, but it might have gotten refreshed already. And he was number one. All right. And then Brooklyn Rob. Yes, I actually got more um, uh, uh, more kryptonite because it was in the low sixes. Uh, I got a little more Van Archain. Um, what else? And Bitcoin. Uh, I got a little Bitcoin. I got a little Bitcoin like a day and a half ago when it was in the 42 range or something. It just got a little bit. Not too much. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still buying, man. I'm not, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm not, because I know that in a couple weeks, maybe another month and a half, uh, it's going to pop where I won't buy again. It will be over already. My buying will be done and it's just going to go, and it's going to fly. So, there you go. I'm looking forward to it. Good job by you, Brooklyn Rob. Uh, Gus Gus 1388, Jamie Zoria. And he reminds everybody to hit that like button. People, I get here and there are three comments before me and no likes. Zero, nothing. That's right. And remember, hitting the like button and leaving doesn't really help. It's actually watch time. You know, like leaving it watching, like running, that's what really benefits us. Because if you pop in, hit the like button and leave, and you were there for two seconds, that actually really hurts us a lot too. It's good to hit the like button, but then you hurt us because you were there for two seconds, you know? So it's uh, just to kind of walk you through it, you know, if you want to be supportive of the show in a way and really help us, it's time viewing, man. That's always the best. That's why I say, if you got to walk away, let it play. Walk away, let it play. Let it play. It's good for us. Uh, let's see what else. Hero respected the hierarchy and did not hijack the offense, not the big three. Well, it's not a big three anyways, but uh, I all this hero stuff, I don't buy any of this crap. Uh, Omar says, I like Shula getting the interview. Dolphins doing their due diligence, not rushing, although I believe an experienced coordinator should be the call. Yes. It's not due diligence. It's just a favor for him. They are doing their due diligence, by the way. And let me tell you where I have changed my mind on the defensive coordinator position for the Miami Dolphins and where I think the Dolphins are really going to end up going. Because at first glance, we all know Mike has to hit on this. He has to hit on the defensive coordinator because he has to fix his offensive issues and his lack of discipline and, his, uh, and the lack of organization in his world because he, he can't even get a play in on time, and that's pathetic. Okay, He can't even help his quarterback by getting a play in on time so the quarterback can make the adjustments, make the changes, change the protections or something. No. So he's got a lot of things to fix. Okay, so I was thinking about that. But if you hire Hill or you hire Campanelli or Slowick, right? Is it Slowick? Yeah, Slowick, right? Ryan Slowick. Um, they're kind of unproven. I know Hill did it a little bit, but still unproven. You still don't know if they're going to be great at it. You may have to kind of police it a little bit. You may have to slow walk it a little bit. Now, if you go hire a Brandon Staley, a Leslie Frazier, then all of a sudden you're like, Okay, and now I can go worry about the things that O just talked about. 
And I, I, the defense is on, on cruise control, like I did with Vic. Just let him go, and, and that's uh, because Brandon Staley runs the same, same defense that Fangio does. And he's a really good defensive coordinator. He sucks as a head coach, but so does Fangio. Right? There's lots of people. Wade Phillips sucked as a head coach. I'll take him as my defensive coordinator every day of the week and twice on Sundays. I'll take Romeo Cronell as my defensive coordinator, not my head coach. There's lots of those guys around in the history of the game that they're fantastic coordinators. They just aren't very good head coaches. So don't hold it against Brandon Staley. And then here's the other part of it. Brandon Staley's an experienced defensive coordinator. He's a successful defensive coordinator. That's why he got a head coaching opportunity. And he coaches the same kind of defense that Fangio runs. Exactly. Pretty much to a T. Sure, he'll add his wrinkles or whatever, but basically it's the same thing. So that means you don't have to change a lot of players. You don't have to change the scheme a whole lot. You may have to change the, uh, what's it called, the wording of it. That's about it. But if you think about it, actually what is making more sense is that you hire Brandon Staley or a Leslie Frazier to a lesser extent. But you bring in a proven defensive coordinator, which is what you need. Because Slowick, Hill, uh, Chris Campbell, Chris Griffin, all these kind of coaches that you've interviewed, and Chris Shula, uh, they don't have that, that, that experience. So you're rolling the dice on a very important third year that it's the pivot year for Mike McDaniel. It's either the year that they determine he stays or he goes. You're going to hire Brandon Staley or Leslie Frazier to a lesser extent. You're hiring an experienced defensive coordinator. And it's looking more and more and more and more and more and more like Brandon Staley should get hired. That's what it's looking like. Okay? So... I, I think I, I was wrong in thinking you go from within for continuity purposes. You could go Brandon Staley for continuity and for proven. That, you, that question will not need to be answered. He is a made defensive coordinator. People love Brandon Staley, the defensive coordinator. Everybody hates Brandon Staley, the head coach. That was, that was as bad as it gets. Okay, so that's where I would change my tune and say, yeah, no, I think we're going to go the veteran route instead. It makes more sense. The continuity route makes sense, but here you can get continuity and proven veteran. That's the combination that Ronaldo Hill, Slowick, Chris Griffin, uh, Chris Shula, and Chris Campanelli. There's a lot of Chris's interviewing. Um, that's, that's a lot. They don't bring the proven, and that's where it changes. Okay? A little super chat. How would you feel about Ron Rivera as a D.C., and do you think he'd be willing to be a D.C. this season? Well, he already said he wants to be a D.C. He wants to coach. Uh, this season before possibly being back in a head coaching circuit next offseason. Thanks. So I don't think he gets another head coaching job again. How do you like them apples? I think Ron Rivera 
coached his last game as a head coach with the Washington Commanders. I don't believe he'll be hired again as a head coach. As a defensive coordinator, I can see somebody maybe next year taking a chance on him. I don't, I don't want him here for Miami. I want Brandon Staley now for the continuity purposes and for the experience. Whereas Ron Rivera would not bring the continuity because he would run a different defense. So, no. I'll, I'll pass on, on, on my friend, Ron Rivera, because uh, I got to be objective. I got to say Brandon Staley over Ron Rivera. I hate to say it, but I got to say it. So, sorry, Ron. You know, I love you, brother. Nothing but love for Ron Rivera. Uh, I didn't even know Shula's grandson was a coach in the league. I'll be interested to see how his career goes. By the way, I w- I'm with you. I had no idea his grandson was in the league. So. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the commercial for Paramount. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a silly commercial. Not a good look for him, by the way. So. Uh, let's see. Big O McDaniel must tone down his theory of relativity, relativity complex complexity with every play call to get it in sooner and actually help to in the offense, among other things. I agree. Big O, who's your choice now for coordinator? I already told you. Um, let's see. Thanks for the answer. I'm a big Rivers fan, but I was curious about your thoughts. A Rivera fan. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Rivera fan. But I think I have to go with the continuity and, the, uh, continuity and proven, whereas with uh, Rivera, we only get proven. We don't get continuity. California Pizza Kitchen has great pizzas. I agree with that, by the way. I've been to California Pizza Kitchen. I've, I, uh, I've gone to the one in, you know, fat people, no food, bro. We are experts in food. Okay, so the California pizza kitchen that I go to every once in a while, I want to say like maybe every three or four months I run into it and I go, it's right on US-1 in between Sunrise and Oakland. It is literally next to a Krispy Kreme Donuts. That's some dangerous shit. I have some California pizza kitchen. Then I get out and I say, dessert is right here in this drive-thru. And then we go right there to Krispy Kramer. How about that? Fat people and food landmarks. We are masters. Okay? That is, that is our domain. Right here. You know? Uh, always. Just like that. I'm going to a concert at the Pompano Beach Amphitheater. Where am I going to stop? Dandy Donuts. Just, you know, it just, I, I, I can't help it. It's just one of those things. Uh, let's see. Big O, here's a future take that's happening in 2038. Oh, whatever. Uh, free Big FT News today. Hamilton, yeah. Hamilton and Ferrari. Yay. Wow. Huge news. Earth shocking. It's F1. I don't give a shit. Huh? Yeah, just yeah, billionaires writing checks. Yeah. 
It's like us with our Hot Wheels cars. That's that's the billionaires over there just yeah. spending money. Except right. they got people to drive them. Yeah, I have. I saw that and I was like, "Who gives a shit?" You know, that's for people that want to get into this F1 crap. You can go ahead and get into it. I I don't think F1 racing. I understand going to the event and just go to the event to experience the event once. And, you know, the names and, you know, all that kind of stuff. If you're into that, that's great. That's it. But the racing itself, I've never thought F1 is anything. It's not even close to being entertaining. There's no strategy to it. Yeah, that's it. You get out in front and it's over. You have the best engine, it's over. There's no, there, there's no even level playing field or anything. F1, to me, is the most overrated racing that exists. It's, it's as lame as it gets, dude. It's always one guy dominating. Every era. That's just how it goes. Because the one guy has the best team that spends the most money and has the best engine. And that's it. And so he wins. And he wins every single time boring as shit except for that one time he let his teammate win and they finished one too yeah right exactly yes yes uh, i i think the most overrated sport in the world is f1 racing nascar is a thousand it's entertaining the personalities it's competitive there's an even level playing field to it NASCAR, NASCAR runs rings around F1. Literally, too, because they run more rings than F1, actually. More left turns. Yes. Exactly. So, I just, to me, F1 is garbage. A bunch of rich garbage is what it is. But, hey, I know the race is in town and... Yeah, let's all let's all say the right things. Yeah, right, sure. You go ahead if you need your free ride or try to get a discounted ticket or something. Um, not interested. Uh, Big O and Sean, California Pizza Kitchen and Krispy Kreme, marriage made in heaven. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's awesome. Sometimes I'll just go to the Tijuana Flats right there on sunrise then come back to the Krispy Kremer. That's what I'll do. But I'll, I'll always come back to that Krispy Kreme right there. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Yes, sir. So I tried this thing with Krispy Kreme donuts. Cut them in half. Mm-hmm. And then I took and made French toast out of them. Then I did an egg, bacon, a little bit of syrup over it inside it instead of, like, uh, for a dressing. And that was my breakfast sandwich. Phenomenal. Uh, it sounds delicious. Phenomenal. 4,000 calories. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the heart was clogging halfway through, but yeah. I, I powered through. Wow. That does sound. Then I made me a second one, yes. and that was even better. Why don't you make a business out of that shit? That, I think you can make a business out of that. The Stanley sandwich, bro. I, I saw it actually on, uh, you know, on social media. Oh, but well, they but did, like, they did like sausage and like they did ground sausage and all this stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm a bacon guy. No, that, that doesn't bacon matter. 
but you can do that sandwich and yeah. then change it up. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Different things. Definitely. I didn't do a round egg. I did a scrambled egg and nice and It's the Stanley sandwich. Oh, you get so to good. do whatever the hell you want, bro. So good. I, I saw people talking about doing burpees and stuff on here. No way, man. No way. Oh, that's NorCal. I burped after I ate it. But right, right. Know, that's you know, our that, kind that, of burpees. That's my burpees, yep. Yeah, that's that's our kind of burpees. Got a little bit of the burpees. After a little California kitchen oh. and, a, and a Krispy Kremer, mm-hmm. little burpees. Get a couple little burpees. That's it. That's how we do the burpees. I'm, I'm with you there. Forget you know NorCal wants to you know exercise his ass off you. Go ahead, we'll just burp. You go burpee, we'll burp. That's it. Uh, let's see. Brett waiting to see that 4209 donation so I can do burpees and doobies. <laughs> uh, what? Apparently he's doing burpees for uh, he said for Rob's ten dollars super chat he did ten he'll do ten for every ten donated. Yeah, Manolo says NASCAR is literally a rolling parking lot, but that's your jam. Fine, yeah, but that parking lot changes like leaders constantly. You know, there's actual like competition. They're like the cars know. are built the same, so the strategy comes into play. Yeah. Whereas. Yeah. In F1, if you got the most money, you're gonna have the best car. Yeah. There's no strategy in F1. There's no competition in F1. NASCAR, actually, there's competition. They actually, like, get pissed at each other. There's fighting. It's beautiful. There's a soap opera. It's, that's the beauty of NASCAR, that cart had a little bit indie, indie cart back in, like, 25 years ago. They had a little bit of their drama and then when they split up and went card and IRL and all that, then it just like that's it. They killed the sport, by the way. There, that actually killed the sport. It's it's just like the what's happening in not, not to the thing, but like in golf right now with living right. the thing. It's killing the sport. Right, right. You know what's there? Yep. And NASCAR, unlike F1, and also unlike Indy, um, you have personalities, bro. You actually get to know the drivers and. They're, they're out there, and they're on social media, and they're doing all kinds. It's different, dude. NASCAR is more, shall I say, proactive. It's more interactive. Yes, interactive, 100%. Okay? Fans are a hell of a lot more part of the racing than they are in Indy or and certainly F1. Please, dude. Those people are like... You're, you're, they're, they're above reproach, dude. They're, you can't even come close to those people. You know, can you can you and F1 listen in on the racing like you can on NASCAR? I'm sure there's some scanners. Like, there's got to be some scanners somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would don't believe. Know how it works. I would believe they Those have tight the same. asses do that. Well, you probably pay fifteen hundred dollars for the headphones. Oh but, God. Okay. I mean, you know, what I'm saying. I mean, again, everything. The thing with because that's what I love about NASCAR. It, the interactive part about it, top to bottom. Yeah. It's all over the place, dude. You know, it, it's just NASCARs run right. That's all. And I get it. F1 has all that money and all that stuff and worldwide and all that, but it's not, it's not nearly as entertaining. Yeah. It's not no. entertaining well, they at allow, all. They allow their guys to be guys. It's not a – it's a business, right, but there, there's the personality. You're saying the personalities are part of the business, whereas in F1 it's just business. It's just business. It's just business. Like, hey, this is what we are. And you can look at the sponsors. I mean, look at the sponsorships that F1 gets. It's all the high-end – Right. You know, brands and everything. It's not like, you know, whereas... It's a rich person sport, dude. That's what it is. And rich people like exclusivity, and they like to be left alone, and the drivers act the same way. 
You know what I mean? That's not NASCAR, man. Think about this. You go to a hauler to buy a shirt, and if you know the times, which the NASCAR teams are very good at putting out, like, uh, whatever, you know, Kyle Busch will be at the Richard Childress Racing signing autographs from 10 to 11. You'll see the line. At 11.30, he's still there signing, and they're like, hey, we got to go, we got to go. And he's like, let me finish the line. They, they try to accommodate as much as they can, whereas, you know, F1s, I, I haven't been personally to an F1 race. They don't so do I, that I could, kind but, of But shit, I can bro. see what happens. You have to have, like, strict access to get onto the, what is be it, a the, super the rich person. or whatever it's yeah, called dude. and everything yeah. else. So. Yeah, or super famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super rich or super famous. But the regular, regular people, not like NASCAR, man. It's, it's not the same. It just isn't. It's not even close, dude. There's no skill in F1 whatsoever. Anyway, Big O, I did 10 burpees for Rob's $10 super chat. I'll do 10 for every 10 donated. I'm riding all show long. You got it on video so people can prove it? That'll be good. That's awesome. Great job by you. Now, True Fin Fan wants burps and oral farts. It's clinically proven, by the way, he says. So if it's clinically proven... I think you should do it, actually. Okay? And Tony Masker. Tony Masker, thank you for the love on the super chat. Appreciate you, sir. Forget it, Sean. My new hero with the Stanley breakfast sandwich. I'm telling you. You you got a moneymaker there, bro. You got a moneymaker there. Anyway. Alexis says, "Sorry, sorry, I'm tardy. Good afternoon. How dare you? How dare you, sir? By the way, Welt and Realm just saw Jeff Welt. Excited for them, man. They're uh, moving to the new offices. Uh, they'll be in it like in the next month or two. Can't tell you exactly where it's at. I know exactly where it's at, actually. It's at a building that I went to. You know, life is, it's, it's, the world is so small, you know? And they're moving into a building that I went to uh, about 32 years ago to apply to a job in broadcasting. Yeah, about 32 years ago. I don't want to say exactly what job because some of you will be able to, very few, but somebody will guess the building, and so I don't want to say what I was trying to apply for. And um, I, I didn't get the job, I remember, because I think I got another job and and then I, I I think they still called me and told me I didn't get the job, but I had already a job, and I was like, okay, cool, I appreciate it, yada yada yada. But inside, I was like, well, I got my gig anyway. Uh, but I wasn't getting the job. Um, but they told me, hey, give it a couple months, and uh, we 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 will hire you. This that. But I uh, I started going in another direction. I didn't have to go to do that. Because it's not what I really wanted to do, but it was something in my business. So that kind of stuff. So I can't say the whole thing. Not, not right now. It's not, it's not right. Uh, but I will shortly once uh, everything is out. I could even tell the whole story and everything, which will be fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ray says, there's actual rivalries and physical fighting in NASCAR compared to F1. Uh, yeah, F1 is garbage, bro. It's complete garbage. It's all, you know. Just uh, everything's well-tailored and, and already kind of programmed. And then also, if you look at, like, the pop culture aspect of it, Pitbull's now part owner of a team with Trackhouse Racing. Michael Jordan's part owner of a team with 2311 Racing. Um, you know, there, there's, there's more of, of the 
crossover aspect coming through right now. And and I just think that's going to grow, too, because there's a lot of female drivers that are down in ARCA that are starting to work up the truck in Xfinity, and I think that's going to bring a whole nother aspect oh, for sure. to the racing once they get there. Yeah. Haley Deegan, Tony Breidinger, there's some, some good female drivers that are coming up. Not just, you know, there, there's always been the female racer there, but these... These females have been competitive. They've been in good cars, too. Don't get me wrong, because some of the females that before would have to sponsor their own cars, so they weren't ever competitive. But these have been in competitive, you know, these females have been in competitive rides the whole time, and it, it's going to be interesting because that will bring a whole new aspect to yeah. the, the sport of NASCAR. And I think, it, and, and, and now as time goes on, people change, and they're more accepting. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's a problem we have in our society. Uh, you know, it's... That's how we evolved as human beings. We weren't very good human beings three, four, five, seven hundred years ago, a thousand years ago. We evolved. We used to do things that were just like that we would never do, but it's just that they didn't know any better. You know what I mean? And you evolve. And so we, we have been so terrible with women in male sports. And so now, you know, as, as time evolves, women will get less shit going to this level you know what i mean compared to the danicas and then the women even before that yeah and some are saying the danica patrick and thing but also the one thing i think that hurt her was she was coming from open wheels and she didn't go right. through the divisions of nascar she went right to the top level and, and i believe some of resented. the guys resented it of course and every chance they could they were they were roughing it up whereas now you know the two that i mentioned Haley Deegan and, and Tony Wright, are coming from go-karts to the open wheels and wheeling to they're racing with yeah, the same arcas people yeah they're coming they're up through the whole racing. thing yeah. yeah and they're working for the people that they're racing with right right you know so, so they all know them now because they've all paid their dues well, exactly. the that's the thing it's people. like paying their dues they didn't yeah. feel like she paid her dues in the nascar circuit now right she paid her dues 100 percent in open wheels but then that doesn't mean it shit was a that. name exactly, exactly, especially in that that time too. Because again, it's different. It's, only, ra- it's completely. It's different only five racing. or six years ago, but the mentality then was not what it is now either. No. you know, what I'm saying? It's, but, it's, but racing a stock car is completely yeah. different than racing an Indy yeah. car. Okay, there is just completely. There is a physical nature to NASCAR that does not exist in any of the other racing. You know why? Because there can't be any contact in the other racing. If there's any contact, you gone. You dead. It's over. Your car's flipping. Your car's crashing, whatever. In NASCAR, there's constant contact. <laughs> and you got to survive that contact, okay? I mean, it's, it's just a whole different monster, man. NASCAR is just so superior to kart, to Indy, and to F1. It's not even close, dude. It's real racing, the way I look at it. Real racing. You know? Uh, Ortega, Alf says, Jackson Powers, Johnson C, Jaheim Bell tight end, Malachi Corey wide receiver, right to the top of the wish list for the Finns at the Senior Bowl. Your thoughts? I haven't seen enough of them, so I, I, can't, I can't comment on that stuff yet. Alf, so I'd be I, I'd I'd be out of place commenting on that stuff because I am not really following it nearly as much uh, right now. I am uh, kind of waiting for all the information to get gathered up, and then I can call people and find some stuff out. 
Uh, so I haven't, to be quite honest. And I'm recording all the practices now. Uh, so I'm going to watch them over the weekend. So I'll watch that stuff. But no, I, I, I can't comment on, the, on all that. Now, let me comment on something I do want to talk about with the Miami Dolphins. Okay, we, t- we, we already enlightened you on the silly Chris Shula stuff. So some of you that were overreacting, you can relax. It's not a big deal. I already told you the other story about where I changed my mind and where they should go with the defensive coordinator, right? Okay, this is the third thing I want to talk to you about with the Miami Dolphins uh, today. And I, uh, I talked about this uh, with another player a couple of weeks ago, and that was Derrick Henry. And clearly we started a forest fire with that because other people started to talk and write about Derrick Henry too uh, as we talked about it because it only makes sense. Um, the other guy that I think, uh, and this is really interesting, because uh, Roquan was the guy that a lot of people wanted, right? And he got a big-ass contract from the Baltimore Ravens, and Dolphin fans are pissed that they couldn't get Roquan, right? Roquan Smith ends up going there. Now, next year, the Lamar Jackson contract kicks in. The Baltimore Ravens are going to start losing players now. They're not going to be able to retain all their people. Well, one player that is up for a five-year, $93 million deal is Patrick Queen, the linebacker. And he's a hell of a player. And he's got a lot of range. And he would be an... I tell you, Derrick Henry would be a piece I had on offense, and Patrick Queen is the guy I want on defense. Okay? I want that linebacker. You're going to get rid of people. You're going to get rid of Agba. By the way, Patrick Queen has eight and a half sacks the last two years. So at linebacker, he's going to give you some some pass rush too in the process. Uh, He has 250 tackles in the last two years. He has two forced fumbles, three interceptions, eight pass defenses. Uh, So this is a guy that's a complete linebacker. I like Patrick Queen here for the Miami Dolphins. And you're going to get rid of Agba. Christian Wilkins is not coming back. He will price himself out. He priced himself out last year uh, with the eight and a half or nine sacks, whatever the hell it is that he ended up with this year. He will price himself out even worse. So he's not coming back. Jerome Baker, I don't believe, is coming back unless he takes some kind of a pay cut. Uh, Maybe. Um, You know, X is not coming back. He should be a post-June cut, so that way you kind of break up the salary into two years, the dead cap money. There's a lot of people that are not coming back. Rob Hunt will be back. Connor Williams will be back. You know, some, there are a couple salaries that you're going to see. They will re-sign those guys because they're important. I think what's important, Jeff Wilson, I don't think you can let him go and free up another $2 million. You know, Cedric Wilson is off the books now. You guaranteed his money anyways, but still, it's, you knew this was his final year, so that, that money will not be on the books next year. There's going to be a lot of money that they're going to be able to free up. Plus, they'll re-sign Tua to a long-term contract and free up another $15, $17, 18000000 dollars in the process. So they're, they're going to have so much money. They will be all right. They will be able to do what they want to do. And if I wanted to take care of this team in free agency, I love Patrick Queen. I think that's the kind of linebacker you need here. He's got range, he's got athleticism, he's a badass, and I don't think the Ravens will be able to re-sign him. 
That's the thing. And the Ravens, have, uh, unfortunately for them, fortunate for us or whoever else, um, the Lamar Jackson contract kicks in. And that 50-plus million dollar salary that they're paying him, that all of a sudden is going to cripple their cap. And, there are, and because they also gave Roquan money and they drafted a third rounder, they have money uh, dedicated to linebacker already. They cannot afford to pay Patrick Queen, draft a third rounder, and pay Roquan. They can't afford to do that. So there's a good chance they're going to lose Patrick Queen. And I got to tell you something. Derrick Henry I want right away for the Miami offense. That way I've got a one-two punch of Mostert, Henry and Mostert, and then I'm also hitting you with A-chan. So those two speedsters off of the pounder, I absolutely love. And then at linebacker, I had a Patrick Queen, and along with David Long, I really like that pair there, you know, at linebacker helping you out. Okay? And then get me Van Ginko as the other guy coming outside as a, as a werewolf, and we're all right. And we're all right. How about that? Okay? There you go. Patrick Queen should be a Miami Dolphins free agent target. Uh, let's see. Big O, there are some very good female drivers as long as you don't ask them to parallel park, LOL. Uh, John Rouse is in the house. Chris Shula may be what the football gods always intended. Suck for a long time until Chris was ready for another 30 years of greatness. Yeah, that's not going to happen. You may want to rewind. and It's right at the beginning of the show, John. You, you may want to rewind so you actually know what really is going on. Well, we, we kind of filled you in on that. Uh, Big O, my top five best Super Bowls since 91 I was born would be the 2003 Pats Panthers, seven uh, Giants Pats, and eight Steelers and Cards, 16 Pats Falcons, and 14 Pats and Seattle. Okay, all good Super Bowls, that's for sure. Uh, Ray, no, not for me. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm all in with you. Oh, Finn's up. Oh, you, you like the Patrick Queen move? I think Queen would be awesome. Killer Queen from the Ravens. That's right. Dynamite with a laser beam. Guaranteed to blow your mind. Anytime. That's actually my favorite Queen song. Killer Queen. That is definitely my favorite. All right, let's get to our 3A graphics. Sports calendar. The Heat, they got it done. Finally. They defeat the Kings 115-106 Friday they will visit Washington at 7 o'clock. Panthers again off till next Tuesday. All-star break, all that good stuff. Nova, baby, back in the win column. Lynn had not lost at all this season. I believe they were 9-0 at home. Nova Southeastern picked up the win, 109-93. They improved to 10-2 in the conference. 16-2 overall, 4-2 on the road. MJ Araldi lit it up, 30 points, 9 rebounds. Shane Hunter added 17, and Trey Dooms added 24. Saturday, they're at Eckerd College at 5 o'clock in St. Petersburg. Also on Saturday, 
It is number 20 FAU hosting Tulsa. Six o'clock is the tip-off. Tonight, the Lady Canes are back in action. They take on Wake Forest on the road. 13 and six are the Canes. Lady Canes are three and five in the ACC. Let's see if they can pick up a win. They better. You know, Wake Forest is 0 and eight in the ACC. <laughs> you don't want to be the team that gives them the first conference win. 3A graphics, sports calendar, Alan Blanco and company. They know how to get it done. Custom printing and embroidery. You need uniforms. You need t-shirts. You need hats, pens, calendars, magnets, whatever it is you need for your company, your, your, your club, your school, whatever it is, your fantasy league, 3A graphics, sports calendar. Call Alan Blanco, 786-618-1443. Right. Don't forget, you can make a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show, Cash App or Venmo. And you can also make a Bitcoin donation, which, as you all know, the Bitcoin donation just makes me very, very happy. It's like that gift that continues to give. So uh, Cash Big O Show, that's Cash Big O Show. Cash App or Venmo, that is the address. Bitcoin getting into the green now, huh? Okay, barely into the green, but it's starting to move into the green. It's up uh, to 43,000 now. Let's see. Uh, Big O, do you think Miami could keep Wilkins and get Queen? Um, Queen has nothing to do with Wilkins. Wilkins is not coming back. Okay? That's all. Okay, there will be no tag. There will be no tag for anybody. Anybody that tells you the Dolphins are going to tag somebody, that's not accurate. I can't see them tagging anybody. You know what? I shouldn't say anybody. Because you can probably tag Holland. Because safeties aren't really a big number. It's not like a super crippling number. You know, tag a kicker. But you're not tagging an outside linebacker. You're not tagging a defensive end, a defensive tackle, an offensive tackle, a quarterback, a, a corner, a number one wide receiver. No, if it's something like you're not tagging that, it's not going to happen. I don't think there will be any tags this year at all. At all. They will not be able to. Okay? So I, I just don't see that happening. Uh, Steven Gonzalez says, O is steadily coming. Don't you think he would want to bring some of his defensive players for L.A.? Oh, oh, Staley. Um, he doesn't control personnel. So I don't think so. And I don't even know who's available. That, that's an old roster. That's not a good roster, dude, actually. If I think about it. Bosa, well, Bosa's constantly injured. But he's not that, you know, I, Bosa's not the guy that I, plus he's, he's under contract, so that doesn't really matter, you know. Um, let me look at, let me look at their, their depth chart, but I'm pretty sure that there aren't a lot of guys that, that, are, that can leave that you really want, is my point. Um... Let's see. On the D-line, uh, Morgan Fox, no. 
Nick Williams and Austin Johnson, no. And then it's Joey Boza. He's under contract. Um, Eric Kendricks, linebacker. Uh, Kenneth Murray, eh. But he's under contract still. Or maybe he's finishing up his contract. Khalil Mack is already old. You're not signing him. Um, Derwin James has been around for a while. You're not signing him and very injury prone. Asante Samuel is the one you would want, and he's under contract. He's he's drafted in 21, so he's got two years left, and they're, they're not going to let go of their best defensive player. You know, there there's actually no one that he will bring from there at all. Maybe a role player, a backup, or something like that, but there isn't any – there's nothing there. And, again, he doesn't run personnel. So that's not that, – that's all Greer, McKenzie, and Allen that decide – who, you know, what personnel is coming in here. You can make a suggestion, but in the end, they're going to decide. So I don't think so. But I do like Staley as, as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, you can forget about Gesicki, Rob. That's not going to happen. 13 miles and 100 burpees. We need more donations. Let's go, man. NorCal. But NorCal, you know what it is? You got to be on live. We got to have you, like, you know, so people physically see it. And if they make like that, maybe what they can do is make a donation that gives you a challenge, and then you have to do the challenge, you know, to kind of live up to the donation. What happened? What are you laughing at? You're laughing at. You know what crazy crap we went uh, did? Yeah, no, I know, but it has to be something realistic. Come on, you know. Obviously, you got to make the man do something realistic. Be a part of Bill's mafia. Put yourself on fire. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, I didn't say Holland is a free agent. I said the only way it's a tag is if it's a low tag, like, you know, a safety, a kicker, you know, something that it, do it doesn't command a huge number is my point. You didn't understand what I was saying, okay? That's what I meant by. But they will not be tagging a defensive tackle, a defensive end, uh, a wide receiver, a shutdown corner, you know, Badass players like that that command $15, 20000000 million salaries, yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay? They will not be tagging anything like that. That's my point. So that's why I think that the Wilkins thing is completely off the table. There will be no tag for Wilkins. And I don't, I don't believe there will be a contract for Wilkins, to be quite honest. I really don't. Uh, Cutter's Edge Pro, we love talking about the great William Quigley. He knows how to get it done, baby. Go to cuttersedgepro.com. Check out the website. Better yet, go to their Instagram page because on the Instagram page, it's kind of like what I was saying about NorCal. You know, we need video of watching you doing it live, and then people would be a little bit more inspired and all that. Well, when you go to the Instagram page for Cutter's Edge Pro, you're going to see a lot of the work that they've done all throughout South Florida. Even our house is there. Check out that backyard, which is just absolutely beautiful. And they do it all, man. Synthetic turf, which my dogs love. Tree trimming and removals. Landscape design. Irrigation. Outdoor lighting. 954-472-0622. Most of you know this, but if you don't know this, you know, when you add landscaping to your home or your business or your condominium complex or whatever it is you own, value goes up right away. Yeah, so that's another thing. And it is getting hotter and hotter out there, okay? 
It is proven it is getting hotter out there, right? Hell, when I was a kid, didn't you have friends in, in the neighborhood that they would hang around without shirts? You had no friends? Oh, okay, okay. But I have friends like that wouldn't wear shirts all day long. You can't do that now. You'll, you'll fry, dude. You can't do that now. So it's getting hotter. And nothing better than little landscaping and trees and greenery and all that. And, man, you know, our backyard was, it was covered when William and Mike and company got it done. Almost two years later, okay, I think it's about almost two years. I think we're approaching two years. i got to ask him. Uh, almost two years later, all these trees have grown so much that now there's even more shade. And that's the beauty of being able to hang out in your, you know, you have no trees or not enough. Hanging out in the backyard, it gets hot as hell. But you got trees all over the place, it drops it, man. That, 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 uh, that Sylvester tree drops it like 20 degrees easily. And it just becomes bearable to hang outside. You're, you can hang outside, play with the dogs, cook out. All that kind of stuff. Man, I'm telling you, nothing like landscaping to your home. It really makes your house. You can create like an oasis in your backyard. And that's the cool thing. It's great for the animals. It's great for you. It's great for the family. Great to hang out. Give your home, the outside of your home, give it life by calling my friends at Cutter's Edge Pro. 954-472-0622. And tell them that Big O sent you. I promise you, Dade Broward, Palm Beach, you will, you will be so satisfied. It's amazing. They really are great people. Uh, Brett Dodger says, I like artificial turf, but I've used grass for far longer. Use or smoke? Okay, uh, Devin Jordan, Big O, uh, they got to try and get something for Wilkins. They can't let him walk. without. You can't do anything. What are you going to do, tag him and then try to trade him? You can't do that, bro. Can't do that. Because it becomes a pain in the ass now, and you, you, you won't be able to trade him to where he wants to go. You want to trade him to who gives you the best deal. Live with it. You're getting a third rounder for Wilkins in the compensatory picks. That's it. That's what's going to happen. That's just the way it goes. He's going to price himself out. They're not going to pay $25, 26000000 million, which was, was probably what he's going to want. And he's not worth that, by the way. Um, that the other thing, Devin, for prisoners of the moment, in his eight and a half, nine sacks, outside of the one with the Bills, which was an awesome play, it was maybe the best play he's ever made. Okay? The other sacks came against all the shitty teams. He didn't do anything, he disappeared in all the big games except Buffalo. And Sealer showed up in more of the big games than Wilkins did, and he get, and he's getting half the money that Wilkins is asking for. It will not happen, Devin. I'm I'm pretty sure of this, that that Christian Wilkins, you saw him play his last down as a Miami Dolphins. I think he's done as a Miami Dolphin. I really do. So, our number two is next right here on the Big O Radio Show, live from Hialeah Park.